2: now
4: Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the new American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs, and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the united states constitution and now here is your host alex newman
5: Welcome everybody to the Sentinel Report. I am your host, Alex Newman. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We have a very special guest joining us today with some hugely important information. I mean, this is something that is going to affect each and every one of us, each and every one of our children and even our grandchildren and great-grandchildren if we don't get this under control. So stay tuned. Her name is Reggie Littlejohn, uh, unbelievable source of information. So stay with us for just a moment. Uh, We'll start today like we do every day. Uh, with a Bible verse. This comes out of Genesis chapter 11. It's on the origin of nations. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore, its name was called Babel because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord dispersed them over all the face of the earth. So uh, there you go, the uh, biblical account of where nations came from. And, of course, we all know there is an agenda to undermine the concept of nations, to undermine nation states, and to bring us into a global system. And uh, two of the most important attacks on that front, the vaccine passports, the World Health Organization power grab, uh, are coming toward us like a freight train so we're going to talk to our guest about that, and we'll do news in the second segment of the program. But first, folks, I want to tell you about Virtual Shield One. Uh, no matter who you are, protecting your personal information has never been more important than it is right now. So uh, try this, for example, go Google your name or Google a friend's name and take a look at the top results. So what you'll find is emails, home addresses, phone numbers, uh, in some cases even social security numbers, your family members, uh, way more than you ever knew was out there for people to see and yet it's all there at the click of a button. That's one of the reasons that I love our sponsor Virtual Shield One. What they'll do is they'll help you find data brokers that are storing your private information and actually they'll go ahead and automatically remove you from those sites without you even having to lift a finger. Plus it will help you out, get rid of those. Those annoying spam lists and the phone calls that constantly come asking if you want a business loan or help with your taxes or sell your house. Uh, so uh, you know that stuff is just really irritating. And Virtual Shield One will help you get rid of all that. Uh, you can get it at Virtual Shield One or Virtual Shield com forward slash Alex. You see it on your screen if you're watching us. Uh, if you're listening to us on the radio or, or podcast, it's just Virtual Shield com forward slash Alex. But, uh, folks, it's a complete privacy suite. It includes identity protection, fraud monitoring, social security protection, dark web monitoring, and industry-leading VPN uh, malware and ad blocking and so much more. They even uh, even monitor the dark web for you to see if your social security number, address, phone number, or even bank accounts are being exposed out there. And they will alert you immediately if they find something. Again, virtualshield.com forward slash Alex or click the link down below if you're watching this in the archives at Frank Speech or on Rumble. Otherwise, again, virtualshield.com forward slash Alex, and you'll get a 60-day risk-free trial. You can find out how many websites are publicizing your information against your consent. And if you like the content of this show, you can also help support our sponsor. Again, it's at virtualshield.com forward slash Alex for that 60-day free trial. So uh, thank you, Virtual Shield One, for making The Sentinel Report possible. Uh, Our first guest today is Reggie Littlejohn. She is, among other things, the president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers, and she's the co-founder of the Sovereignty Coalition. She's a woman on a mission. Uh, In fact, her life comprises an amazing journey from atheist to believer, from litigator to international rights advocate, from a person with boundless energy to a bedridden patient for five years, and then back again to a... An energetic world traveler, leader, screenwriter and public speaker. Uh, she views it all as part of God's plan to give her the passion and skills that she needs to shed light on the abuses done to women and girls worldwide, especially in China. Um, you know, And that's actually how I first came across her. She was testifying in Congress about the horrific atrocities being perpetrated by the communist Chinese government. In cooperation with the U.N. Population Fund, uh, which is, of course, dedicated to reducing the number of people on the planet and also in cooperation with the International Federation of Planned Parenthood. Uh, Reggie, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for joining us and thank you for all that you do. Uh, Before we get into the WHO and the vaccine passports and and what the Sovereignty Coalition is doing to stop this, uh, I do want to start with this issue that you've been working on for so long, and that is protecting babies, and protecting uh, elderly and widows in China. Um, How did you get into that? And give us a little bit of insight into what you do.
6: So uh, I'm an attorney, and in the mid-90s, I was uh, representing a, a, a a refugee from China in her case for political asylum, and she had been forcibly sterilized, meaning that she was literally dragged out of her home, strapped down to a table and they performed this invasive abdominal surgery without anesthesia, and then she was permanently disabled after that. So that's where I realized that the propaganda by the Chinese Communist Party, um, that the one-child policy was voluntary, was completely false. I left the practice of law, because I was really sick. You mentioned that Uh, (laughs) I I had to leave on a medical leave of absence. But when I came back, I feel like that God led me to using all of my skills as a litigator to advocating on behalf of the women and the babies of China. So I founded women's rights without frontiers. And our first um, initiative was to expose and oppose forced abortion in China. And at the time I founded this, I mean, women were being forcibly aborted up to the ninth month of pregnancy. And some of these forced abortions were so violent that they actually, um, the, the, the lives of the women were taken along with the babies. In the course of that, I became aware of another form of forced abortion called, which call, is called gender side, the sex selective abortion of baby girls. And this is not done by the government, this is done by the families. It has to do with son preference. It's exacerbated by um, by the low coercive birth limit because people feel if they, you know, can only have one kid. They want it to be a boy. So girls are being selectively aborted. Um, and so now there's a situation in China where there's an estimated 30 to 40 million more men living in China than women. Um, and that is driving human trafficking and sexual slavery. So I should say that even under the three child policy, although forced abortion is less uh, prevalent, than it was under the one-child policy because China is actually desperate for more babies. I don't see why they don't just get rid of all coercive birth limits. So right now in China, it is still legal to forcibly abort an unmarried woman or a woman pregnant with her fourth child. And I believe that the reason the Chinese government is maintaining this policy of coercion is to use it as a hammer against ethnic minorities that they don't want to see um, increase in population. For example, the Tibetans and the um, Uyghurs in Xinjiang. So, um, and and the sex selective abortion of baby girls, um, or at least the abandonment, the neglect, um, the sort of second class citizenship of, of baby girls continues in China, especially among second daughters and third daughters, because son preference continues. So, we have a program called Save a Girl in China. Um, we are able to we are the only organization in the world that has boots on the ground inside of China that's actually able to reach mothers who are being pressured to abandon their baby girls or who are extremely impoverished and get them twenty five dollars a month to enable them to keep their daughters.
5: It's amazing, Reggie. We, we sure appreciate all the work that you do. In fact, uh, in my extended family, we've uh, adopted several little girls from China, because exactly as you pointed out, so many families, they think, well, if I could only have one now, I guess it's three, but we need to get rid of the girls so we can make space for a boy. And, uh, you know, before we get into the the real reason I brought you on today, the World Health Organization and the attack on sovereignty, um, any idea, I know they don't keep very good records, of this, but any idea how many babies have been slaughtered in forced abortions? I mean, I was in Copenhagen at the UN Climate Summit, and the Chinese government was bragging about how many less children existed because of their coercive population control. But any idea on how many babies have been killed through this?
6: Well, I'm amazed that you were actually there at the Copenhagen Climate Summit. Uh, But yeah, uh, way back then, they were saying 400 million, uh, which is greater than the entire population of the United States and Canada combined. And that number, I believe, dates even as far back as 2006. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but the Copenhagen Climate Summit was what, two thousand ten, two thousand
5: eleven. So two thousand nine. Yep.
6: So, right. So, so that's you know a long time ago, and I believe, and I know we know that they've been continuing forced abortion since then. I believe it's more like five hundred million lives prevented um, through the one child policy, mostly through forced abortion, all through, also through forced sterilization, and um, and then also forced contraception. So uh, so it, it's it's just it's the biggest slaughter of humanity that's ever occurred in the history of the world, um, you know, just because of the numbers involved.
5: It's hard, I think, to even begin to comprehend the the depths of depravity involved here. And yet, uh, you know, going into why I wanted you to come on today, uh, the CCP, of course, is a huge player when it comes to the United Nations. Uh, In fact, numerous news reports came out saying that the guy who's running the World Health Organization today, Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus, was put there through the behind the scenes machinations of the CCP, bribery, blackmail of other diplomats, uh, total lawlessness. Uh, And yet they are coming for our freedoms. They are coming for our national sovereignty. They want us to carry vaccine passports. And you are helping to lead the charge to stop this through your co-founding and your leadership of the Sovereignty Coalition. Tell us about what the UN and the WHO are planning on the health front and what you guys are doing to stop it.
6: Well, because of my background in China and observing and opposing totalitarianism in China, I was very alarmed when I saw the vaccine passports coming to the United States and worldwide because um, because they can carry the same platform as the China social credit system, which is a system that enables the government to, to surveil every aspect of your life and completely control every aspect of your life. Um, so so the vaccine passports are are being pushed by uh, the United Nations, by the World Economic Forum, by the WHO, by the G20 and the B20. And, you know, and, and people think that that covid is over and therefore all of these dangers have passed. No, that they laid the infrastructure during covid. And they are continuing to lay it. So I'm holding in my hand an article that says here, um, WHO adopts a European style COVID-19 vaccine passport as part of the new global health, uh, digital health certificate. So they're, they're well on their way to doing this. They're, they, are, they are rolling it out. And once they roll this out and once we all have this digital ID and it doesn't have to be a vaccine passport, it could be a smart health card. It can even be a digital driver's license. There is a bill in the United States Senate right now for a digital ID. They say it's it's to, to help prevent um, identity fraud. But, it you know, it can, it can all any any mandatory digital ID can support the platform for the China social credit system. And they're just they're They are far along in, in rolling it out. And so what that means is they, they are going to be tracking us, facial recognition, real-time geolocation, um, tracking our vaccination status. The WHO has pushed down special codes for people who have not been vaccinated. And then there's this, the World Economic Forum um, published this, this uh, chart of digital identity, which says all the things that you will not be able to do if you don't have a digital ID, um, one of which is not you not, will not be able to get health care. Uh, You will not be able to travel. You will not be able to buy anything online, et cetera. Um, And they can easily attach that to your vaccination status. And what that does is it, it, it abrogates your personal medical freedom.
5: Yep, yeah. And then you combine that with the central bank digital currencies that they're rolling out. And, of course, as Klaus Schwab likes to say, at the end of the first industrial revolution, you have a fusion of your biological and your digital identity. So uh, this sounds like a, a dystopian nightmare that they are planning for us. Um, there there has been some good news. Uh, you and I talked uh, not long ago. You mentioned that there's the uh, House uh, Committee on Appropriations, their subcommittee, has now uh, said that they are going to defund the World Health Organization. Uh, talk about some of the ways that the federal government, even state government, governments and even local citizens can fight back against this.
6: okay, well, it's even gone beyond that um Alex, so what happened is basically and, and this is this should give everybody hope. We founded um the sovereignty coalition, I don't know something like six months ago at that t- time, defunding the w h o was had no traction in Congress. We did um an action where we had something like three hundred and twenty thousand people sending or not people but actions.
2: Order now
1: Spiderflare.com.
6: Um, And also phone calls. And within about six weeks of the founding of the sovereignty coalition, we had a um, press conference on on Capitol Hill where 18 members of Congress got up and said we need to defund the WHO. And a lot of them said that it's because it's like having the Chinese Communist Party, you know, uh, fund our health care. Then the appropriations com- sub well, there's a subcommittee of the appropriations committee said defund the ho- the WHO and what we did is we had people again advocates um, send um, emails and phone calls so that the night before the vote of the entire appropriations committee every member of the appropriations committee got about five thousand five hundred emails. In their um, in their in their mailbox in their email box, uh, when they came into work the next day, and the entire the Appropriations Committee voted to defund the WHO. So that's a huge victory, um, and it, it, it completely has to do with people taking action. And if people want to take action, we need to keep the pressure on. Okay, we need to um, get this through the full House, and then we need to get it through the Senate. So I would encourage everybody to go to sovereigntycoalition.org and sign the sovereignty declaration and then also sign, you know, take action to defund the WHO because we, we need to keep the pressure on. The fight is not over yet.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So, sign the petition, uh get involved, contact legislators, anything else that people can do, Reggie, before we let you go uh to to try to combat this on oh, the CBDCs, the vaccine passport, the WHO power grab. I mean, they're all coming at us so quickly. Uh what are some other ideas that everyday regular Americans can work on?
6: Well, I'll tell you, um when it comes primary time in your state, you can uh, you know go, attend the the um you know the debates of the candidates, and ask, and make sure that every one of them is asked, "What is your position on defunding the, the WHO? What is your position on on CBDCs?" I mean, there are different states, like for example, Florida, that has decided that we're they're just not going to host it. So we need to resist on the state level. People need to be operating on every level. We're operating on the federal level. People, everybody needs to be pressuring their state representatives, um, and also any federal candidates that are coming through. Uh, in the primaries.
5: Absolutely. And, of course, I am a proud supporter of the Sovereignty Coalition and all that you guys do. Uh, Reggie, what's the best website to follow you? Where can people follow your work, and how can people support your organization, Women's Rights Without Frontiers, if they'd like to do that?
6: Okay, so if you want to help save babies and widows in China, go to org. That's org, And if you want to combat um, you know, do, do, if you want to do fund and withdraw from the WHO, combat CBDCs, go to SovereigntyCoalition.org. That's SovereigntyCoalition.org.
5: Excellent. Reggie Littlejohn, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. We sure appreciate it. Thank you again.
6: Thank you, Alex.
5: Absolutely. All right, folks, go check out the Sovereignty Coalition website and get involved in this fight, folks. This isn't one of those things that's, you know, hypothetical way off in the future. This is something that's coming at us right now. And if the American people don't do something about this, it's a done deal. It's just that simple. It's already in the works. It's already in the pipeline. All that's left now to work out the technical details and steamroller the opposition. So you've got to be the opposition if you want to preserve freedom and self-government and national sovereignty in this country. Stay with us. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back with a little bit of news with uh, Andrew Muller and myself. Be right back. You're watching
4: Lindell TV.
0: Here's the news, Dad. Is it, son? Is it? What about this one, Dad? Nope.
7: It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. There's just too much baloney out there. At The New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth. Visit thenewamerican.com today. Use the promo code NEWMAN to get $10 off the price of a print subscription.
8: Are you concerned about your child's education? Are you considering removing your children from the failing public schools? Greater Than I Ministries can help by giving you 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Biblical Worldview video series and a free Home Educators Kit as a bonus for your purchase. This powerful video series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth that you need to fight the battle of ideas warring against our families. And our free Home Educators Kit will instantly connect you with the resources you need to take control of your child's education. Just go to gtimin.com and click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the DVD or the streaming version, then enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout for your 15% discount. That's gtimi Click the Buy Now button at the top, choose the format you wish, and enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout to receive our free Home Educators Kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Worldview video series. You'll be glad you did.
3: My employees and I are excited to announce it's our 20th anniversary and to celebrate we're bringing you a limited edition My Pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with the most amazing cotton, 2-inch pipe gusset, comes in four custom loft levels and it's machine washable and dryable.
6: When I got My Pillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning.
3: My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. That's why we've been around for 20 years because my pillow works.
2: Go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow Queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, only $19.98.
3: With my 60 day money back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America. America! Welcome back to the Senate
5: Report, folks, and please go check out mypillow.com. Use that promo code Newman. Huge, huge discounts. Uh, You probably remember Andrew from yesterday, if you're a regular viewer. Andrew is the chief of operations at Liberty Sentinel Media. He's also a contributor to the New American Magazine, where, of course, I serve as senior editor. If you're not signed up yet, you should be, thenewamerican.com. Excellent publication. In fact, I believe it is the best magazine in the country. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Great to be here, Alex. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we've got some news items that uh, we wanted to share with you, just some unbelievable stuff. This was sent to me by a lady in Washington, Uh, Whatcom Community College has uh, some interesting lessons for children. They're teaching divination and witchcraft and sorcery. They got lessons on fairies called Hogwarts Satellite School. And uh, you can see some of the class descriptions here. Hmm, Do our eight to 14 year old children really need to be learning about
9: divination and sorcery? What do you say, Andrew? Well, certainly not. This is definitely another evil scheme that we see coming out of all sorts of schooling apparatuses the scripture is really actually pretty clear about uh what christians are to think about witchcraft and sorcery galatians 5 uh, 19 says now the works of the flesh are evidence sexual immorality impurity sensuality and sorcery is in there so probably not something christians want to be participating in uh actually something nobody wants to participate in it's an evil evil thing Uh, i think the only um Uh, wonders we need to look to are the wonders of our Lord and the miracles in the scripture uh, that God's hand provides. So pull your kids out of these institutions that want to indoctrinate them sexually, uh, morally, um, mentally, physically, all these different elements. This is a spiritual battle, folks. And when you get into witchcraft and sorcery, Satan loves to use that as a front door uh, into wickedness and darkness.
5: Yeah. And I think a lot of adults and and parents say, oh, it's just funny kid stuff. You know, it's just whatever. No big deal. But uh, folks, You know, all all this whining about the First Amendment, separation of church and state. You can't have a Bible in the classroom. But, hey, we're going to teach your kids how to summon spirits and and things like that. Truly remarkable that uh, it's gone this far in our country for this long. But, uh, folks, this is happening at taxpayer expense in a community college right here in America, up in Washington state. Now, uh, some interesting news out of Italy. We've got uh, the the government led by uh, Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni, uh, who is being described by the fake media as far right and radical right ultra conservative extremist practically a fascist she might even be literally hitler or maybe Ron DeSantis (laughs) is the only one who could be literally hitler but um she has and her government have they're starting to crack down on this idea of renting women to to produce babies for you know lgbt things and stuff like that they're they're cracking down on same-sex parenting so that you you can't just order a a mail order baby and rent a womb to to you know have a, a little child to live in your house without a mother Um, What what are your thoughts on this, uh, Andrew? Should uh, government be facilitating kids going to parents who can't have children nationally by, for example, renting uh, the wombs of women?
9: Absolutely not. No, they should not. Um, And and kids, just even from a Christian uh, biblical worldview perspective, of course, kids should not be uh, parented by two lesbian women. That just doesn't work out. Uh, God intended parents to be a man and a woman. Uh, with a child in marriage. That's the way God intended it. That's the way it works. Government should not be facilitating this and being a part of it. I found uh, these statistics, Alex, that are actually really interesting out of the U.S. Census Bureau. Uh, 18.4 million children, that's one in four children, live without a biological uh, father in the home. Uh, Just for perspective, that's enough kids to fill New York City twice or Los Angeles four times over. Uh, Research shows that a father's absence is detrimental in a child's life. So um, the government sending kids And and facilitating their uh, bringing up and nourishment in a home between two mothers or two fathers shows that many governments across the world are very devious in their agenda to not only corrupt the moral structures that are being built, because we know the backbone of society is the family. And if you can corrupt the family, you can corrupt what marriage means, uh, and have two mothers or two fathers in a homosexual marriage raising a child, then most assuredly you can corrupt the moral fabric of a nation and bring about a state of government and a state of culture that is contrary to the biblical worldview, the Bible, and the foundations that made Western civilization. Uh, so good for the prime minister of France uh, and her work in doing that. Uh, I pray that that works out successfully and that bringing about of traditional family values. And I saw Alex while researching this, so many news uh, outlets, especially in France, were covering this and saying uh, that she was pushing, and they said, far-right traditional family values that it were radical. When have traditional family values been radical? They're traditional and they're family values for a reason. That's good, wholesome, grounding values. They're not radical at all. This is radical. This is crazy. And it needs to stop.
5: Yep. it is very interesting. You know, Barack Obama ran for president not, not that long ago. I mean, like A little more than a decade ago on a platform of marriages between a man and a woman. It's a sacred union in the eyes of God. And now that is radical extremist hate group talk. Uh, amazing how fast that happens. And right. we have
9: Joe Biden saying that too, that uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. We have clips of Biden saying the yep. exact same thing. Not even that long ago, right? So yep. I guess they were radical extremist hate groups just I mean, a decade ago. Truly a-
5: extraordinary. But uh, yeah, good on the Italian prime minister there, Georgia Maloney. Uh, you know, it, it, it's so bizarre. And first they said, oh, we just want to be able to not be discriminating. We just don't want to go to jail for homosexuality. Now we just want children. and oh, You know, it's not that big a deal to have two moms or two dads. And I, I always say, you know, which one of my parents would I want to do without without my mom without my dad uh, that, that's a, a really tough choice and uh you know there's no reason and now they've been taking a step further now they're saying well there is no such thing as mother or father there's no male or female that's a social construct gender is a spectrum and so hey why have families at all right why not let just the government take that over speaking of crazy governments uh, down in brazil This was sent to me by a lawyer in Brazil. I used to live in Brazil, got a lot of friends down there. So they had almost an exact repeat of January 6th in Brazil when the Marxist uh, Lula da Silva stole the election down there. And so they have January 8th instead of January 6th. But what happened there was uh, they rounded up a bunch of Brazilian patriots who were resisting election fraud. Now there are more than 50 lawmakers from the Brazilian parliament, uh, from the Brazilian Congress, who are going to the UN Human Rights Council, which, of course, is dominated by dictators, to file a complaint about the abuse of these January 8th prisoners. Um, I mean, it's like a sad uh, parallel for what's happening here. And the the worst thing is, Andrew, uh, you know, I I had the opportunity at uh, Mike Lindell's conference in South Dakota to spend a little time with the son of the president at the time, Jair Bolsonaro. And he told me this was all coming. They were going to try to steal the election using the same playbook that they used in America. And here we are. They've done it. Uh, Folks, speaking of crazy things, we've got a crazy individual who identifies as an animal and not a human. She claims to suffer from Wing Dysphoria. Let us show you that clip.
0: Hi, my name is King, and I'm a non human alter in a DID system, and I'm making a Discord server for people who experience wing dysphoria. It is, of course, open to systems with non human headmates, and it is also open to, I think they're called Wingkin, literally anybody who experiences wing dysphoria. Hope to see you there. Other folks who experience wing dysphoria and who get
5: wing dysphoria. Don't identify as a human anymore. Uh, what is going on, Andrew? We're down to
9: about one minute. What do we make of this? Well, I have antenna dysphoria because my radars and sensors are going off the crazy (laughs) loony uh, sensors. This is crazy. These people really need help, actually. That's Mm. the saddest thing. Uh, These people need help. But ultimately, I think there's probably a deeper psychological, spiritual problem to this. These people have no sense of identity because they have no sense of identity in Christ. So they're looking to wicked, false things such as wing dysphoria to find a sense of community. These people need our prayers. They need our help. But the last thing they need is our acceptance. Um, They need acceptance in Jesus and salvation, ultimately. Amen. It's
5: like telling an anorexic girl, oh, yeah, you really are obese. So let's sign you up for uh, liposuction. I mean, it's cruel. It's unusual. And you're right. These people need our, our love, our compassion, our prayers, not affirmation of things that are clearly contrary to reality. All right, folks, that's all we have time for today. We will get back with you again, God willing, tomorrow. Until then, thanks for tuning in.
1: God bless you all. Bye. You're watching Lindell TV.